Hey guys, Jay, welcome back to the channel. Guys, that was, of course, uh, the details on the giveaway, which is happening on January 20th of this month. Do not forget to like and subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. This is in thanks for reaching 15,000 subscribers here on the Mega Jay Retro Give on the Mega Jay Retro channel and 7,000 subscribers over on MGR Collector. It's thanks to you guys this has happened. If it wasn't for you guys, we would not have been able to reach this major muscle. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Happy New Year, everybody. And of course, I did want to say thank you to everybody who has been supporting this channel. To all my Patreon and channel member supporters, you guys are the best. And of course, all of you guys, the patrons and channel member supporters, get an extra ballot for supporting the channel. Thank you guys so much. It really has been amazing. Guys, today is just absolutely incredible. It really is one of those special days. Uh, the, the, the year has started off great, and it's about to get even better. As you know, many of you guys already ha uh, have, have been well aware that the Masters of the Universe revolution is about to... It, it's, it's on a, we're on the precipice of, of, <laughs> of this amazing moment. And honestly, oh my god, I'm just, I'm just beside myself. I wanted to take a deep dive into this and start actually finally talking about this. Because everybody, everybody and their mother has been saying... When are you going to talk about this thing, Jay? Like, you know, you're, you're always the first one to talk about revolutions, and now you've been silent this whole time. What's going on? When are you going to talk about it? Well, tonight. Tonight is the night, but I can't do this alone. I can't do this alone. I have some very good friends who can help me out with this uh, because it's huge. It's a massive thing. So please help me welcome, and I have to do this right, everybody. I always do. And before we go live, smash that like button, turn on notifications, and subscribe to the channel so you won't miss a beat. Guys, help me welcome Michael from Toy Habits. What's going on, Michael? How are you tonight? What is up, Jay? I'm doing amazing. Happy New Year, and congrats Year. on the 15K subs. Oh, thank you, my friend. And you know what? It's crazy. Uh, we are reaching, we're nearly, we're very close to 16,000 subscribers right That's now. Crazy. So it is. It's absolutely nuts. And because of that, we are going to be able to unlock Lady Slither, Trap Job, sorry, Lady Slither, uh, Zodak, Roboto, and Triclops, uh, as well as the, the Horde Trooper. So amazing. And if we get 16,500 subscribers by the time the draw happens, we're going to be releasing even more Master Universe figures, including Camelcon, Grizzlor, and Wondar. This is going to be absolutely crazy. How has your new year been, Michael? Oh my gosh, been absolutely crazy. Yeah, new year has been great. You know, we're just continuing to look and dig up dirt everywhere we can. Uh, part of it, digging up dirt on a revolution. Yes, thank you, Jay. <laughs> Guys, if you haven't already, definitely give Toy Habits a follow on their toyhabits.com as well as their YouTube page. They're always on the ball when it comes to brand new breaking news. Literally, Michael, as soon as something hits right now, he's going to be like typing away, you know, <laughs> you know like a new article well, while we're having discussion. It's going to be amazing. Actually, that's that's where the Toy Sorceress is at the moment. So I just wanted to give a huge shout out to uh, my partner in crime. Uh, she's on assignment covering some Ghostbusters uh, stuff that she dug up today. She found the links to the latest assortment of Kenner Classics Ghostbuster figures, which are in-store Target exclusive. So people can use the information to call ahead if they want and see if they got them in store. So that is she's amazing. amazing. That is amazing. She is amazing. And we wish she could be here tonight, but obviously she has a lot to do on her plate. 
Uh, you know, her new Castle Grayskull is is coming along nicely. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> her new Eternia, if you will. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. Uh, but you know what? This is such huge news, um, Michael. So I don't think you and I can contain this by ourselves either. So I've invited some good friends to join us tonight. Guys, please help us welcome one of the masters of, uh, of um, one of the masters of the universe on the internet. Please help us welcome Adam from Battle Ramp Blog. What's going on, Adam? How are you tonight? I'm good. How are you doing, Jay? Not too bad, brother. Not too bad. Finally got hey, to Michael. Hey. Yeah, yeah. I know you. you I was gonna come in a couple months ago, but I was like deathly. Yeah, ill, you were deathly. So. <laughs> <laughs> Glad you're feeling better now. I hope. And uh, yeah, happy yeah, New Year you. to you, my friend. Like, uh, happy how New was, Year. How has everything been? Right. Uh good. Yeah, I uh, took some time off. Uh, didn't didn't go anywhere. It's just like one of those vacations where you just stay around the house. Uh, the staycation. The staycation is a good thing, you know. Staycation. Yeah. Nope. Don't spend that's any the way to do it. Don't spend any unnecessary funds. You know that you have to save up for toys. That's uh, that's, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> All the spare cash right that's, to the toys. Just flying out the door. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and you know it's been one crazy week for who would have thought? You know, at the beginning of the year, January, that we would have gotten so much toy news. I mean, Super Seven. Whoa, what the heck? Yeah. And now, of course, uh, you know, Master Universe, Turtles of Gray Skull. You know, things are just going fast and furious. This whole time, um, Adam, what are what are your thoughts about the new Turtles of Grayskull? Uh, you know, action figure line. Turtles of Grayskull. I'm uh, like, I look at them, and some of them speak to me, and some of them don't. Like, a few of them are just like so kind of off the wall that I'm like, it, my brain doesn't instantly sort of connect them with either Turtles or Masters. But a few of them are really cool. I like the Moss Man. Um, I, I like uh, I don't know, the 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 Krang slash Megator just the fact that they put Megator in there he's such um you know like uh, uh, off the wall character choice for that I I I'm, I'm really happy that they did that absolutely uh michael what, what, you obviously are have reviewed uh, a few of these already yeah. And, uh, yeah so um your impressions obviously are on film but you know uh just in case anybody doesn't know what are your impressions of Obi yeah i mean after the ptsd wore off from getting a cease and desist from mattel <laughs> oh, <laughs> actually so, actually really so loved the line like i i didn't expect to like this line but it's it's actually like adam said it's very kooky it's very off the wall and I'm having a good time just seeing what they're doing with the line. It's like, it's, it's interesting, like just to gravitate towards something that's just not super mainstream, um, but is kind of mashing those worlds together. Exactly. Um, it's, it's one of those uh, amazing uh, little crossovers. You know, there have been multiple ones uh, throughout the years, but this one in particular, I think a lot of people have been looking forward to it, but it is going to be a hit and miss for some characters. I mean, and it's kind of funny because when you talk about Master Universe, off the wall characters are like what the brand is built on, right? So, <laughs> like the fact that there are a few little hiccups here and there, it's expected, though, right? Yeah. Uh, I have one more special guest. Of course, he's been here multiple times. He's always a big supporter of the channel, and we love it when he when he's able to drop, drop by. Guys, please help us welcome Ostramandis Toys. There's going to be a long Oz. stream when Oz is in the house. We know that it's going to be a long stream. What's going on, Oz? Oh, man. Uh, it's going good, brother. Going good. Had a heck of a weekend. Sunday kind of drained me. Get back into things now, though, midweek, because, you know, gearing up for a huge weekend of toy tubing, as always. And with the news that came out today, you know, all the speculation that's flying around, a certain little poster we're all here to talk about. 
Man, can't wait to dive into this topic. This, this is absolutely nuts. I mean, you know, there have been a, like, I don't, I, the strategy has been a bit strange with this. Um, you know, there, there have been a lot of things which we're going to talk about tonight. And, um, but, but I'm just excited. I'm just so, so yes. excited. First of all, before we, uh, before we get too far into it, Oz, how has your new year been? You know, it's, it's, it's always been a big thing, uh, New Year's Eve and everything like that. How was, how was, how was your new year? Well, I got to say, it felt like something was missing this year. And I think that was you coming and, oh, and <laughs> you know, stopping the stream right before New Year's this past year. You know, it, it just felt a little uh, lacking compared to last year. Last year was a big buildup because of that. Oh, my God. Um, you, you know what? I, 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 inten- I, was, I, was busy, I was busy with the family and I, I intentionally did not, uh, you know, uh, log on uh, because I was with my family. But it would have been hilarious if I'd done that again. That, that was just so for those of you guys who don't know, I was on Oz's stream in 2022 and. I was logging off early because I want to do the countdown with my family and I went to log off. But instead of logging off, I am part of Oz's uh, network. So I, I hit end stream instead of leave studio. So it ended, it killed the stream. And <laughs> Three a- minutes to midnight. He kills a new year stream. That's hilarious. Three minutes. And it, it was, was perfect. So crazy. Yeah. It was so I actually want to, I, I should go back and edit the clip. Mega J Retro's final words live for 2022. My final, my final words live. <laughs> Not dead yet. <laughs> oh, shiz. <laughs> it was crazy. It was absolutely, it was absolutely hilarious. Nuts. But was, Jay, we certainly missed that this year. Yeah, yeah. No, it was, it was, it was a lot of fun. Um, no, 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 uh, no, no drama like that this year, but, um, no, no. but yeah. So, so, uh, I heard it was a lot of fun. Um, was. Andrew said that uh, I should have been there. You know, a lot of people are saying that I should have been there and done the thing, but uh, yeah, no, it was it was just so much fun just to just to hang with you guys you know, the night before. You know, what exactly. I mean, it was, it was it was a lot of fun because I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it that day, right? Um, I totally understand. So, lot to talk about today. Lots to talk about. Um, January twenty fifth is that correct? I believe it is January twenty yes. fifth. The countdown has well, it began about a month, about two years ago, but but this is this is it. This is fine. We're at, we're literally at the precipice of uh, of this amazing series. So I have my uh, opinions on this, but before we get started, I wanted to get around the horn and, and ask everybody what were your actual impressions of Master Universe Revelations. Um, I guess we'll start with uh, with Adam because you know this is your first time here. Adam, what were your first um, inclinations and impressions of revelations yeah so i uh i well first of all i watched the first episode with my family and they were like i think they were they were humoring me so uh so we watched it all together and then i just kind of binged like the the first of the, the rest of the first half that was left i enjoyed most of it i I, you know, a lot of people, it's, it's very polarizing, as you know, some people hate it, some people love it. I, for me, it's like, I, I would rate it, you know, probably my, my favorite cartoon, just in terms of story and pacing and acting is the 2000 X, uh, cartoon or the, the 2002 Mike, Mike and productions cartoon. I, I would say this, this has in some ways, you know, it's probably better animation, but in terms of some of the writing, uh, the dialogue at times was a little grating to me, just because some of the cheesy, you know, kind of jokes uh, that I, you know, I'm, I'm, 
that I think you know it was it was aimed at kind of poking fun at the, the original filmation. But overall, I I like I enjoyed the story. Um, I never once thought they were actually killing off He Man. I you know that's not <laughs> they were no, that was never going to be permanent. Um, so you know probably I for me it was kind of like a B to 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 the Mike Young Productions A. Um, just, uh, just a few, maybe a few niggles with the writing, but overall I enjoyed it. Um, I'm looking forward to, to what they do with revolution. Oh, did we lose Jay? <laughs> Jay? Uh, Oz, can you take over for a quick second? I, I got a call. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. <clears throat> All right, Michael, why don't, uh, you go ahead? Yeah, so I think after I got over the shock of the first part of Revelation, I just kind of took it for what it was worth and enjoyed the series. I actually watched it multiple times. And like from a lore and story point of view, like they could take it in any direction and I would probably still be a fan of it just because I just I want more like Motu animated series and just bringing on uh, more in, in that respect. And so I, I loved when they were going to make a uh, revolution because it's just, it's just more Motu and just more story to get behind and something to watch. So um, I was, I was a fan um, actually like part two, a heck of a lot better than part one. Um, so yeah, I can't wait to see what happens in revolution on the 25th. Absolutely. I mean, you know, since I'm next up, uh, you know, with, revelations a lot of us didn't really know quite how to take um and you can look back on what was said about prior to its announcement and how kevin smith was amping it up as kind of a sequel to what we all remember from the filmation series <clears throat> it didn't exactly feel like that when it came out not exactly a sequel to that it definitely felt like a continuation of a story that maybe we all didn't see because it kind of drops us in at this later age where clearly this battle's been raging for a while. Uh, but, you know, if you can separate yourself from what was initially said of it, it is a really solid story. Um, you may not like everything about it, but there's one key factor here. It continues to breathe new life into Masters of the Universe. My buddy Corey, who was not a big Masters of the Universe fan when the original cartoon was on, not even when the 2000X series came into play. Um, he really, really got hyped up about Revel uh, Revelations when he found out that Kevin Smith was helming because he's a huge Kevin Smith fan. He knows I absolutely love He-Man. So we actually sat down and watched this together, and he loved every bit of it. So anytime you could take a new version of the media and bring new fans and draw new attention to it. It breathes life back into the franchise, which is something that we've kind of desperately needed and really want to see more of because the more new life that gets breathed into it, the longer it continues, right? And we're all big Masters of the Universe fans. We want to see Masters of the Universe be heralded well into another 40 years from now when we're all getting into our 80s, 90s, whatever you want to say. Uh, so it's important that we have these and revelation may not have been what everybody wanted, but it helped keep that dream alive. And I got to say so far, I haven't heard any of the bad talk 
leading up to Revelation about Revolution. Everybody just seems hyped and excited to see what's going to happen in Revolution. And that's what I can't wait for. I am really, really excited. I'm back. So <laughs> small, uh, small uh, call that I had to take. Uh, sorry about that, guys. Um, but honestly, you know, I love the the um, obviously, obviously we're all just sharing our, our own takes on this. Um, I agree with all of you guys. I think that, you know what, there's there's it's ne- there's no there's no such thing as a perfect. There's no such thing as a, a perfect series. You know what I mean? We grew up with Matt's Universe as a children's cartoon. And you know what? Watching children's cartoons like Thundercats, I, I have a hard time watching Thundercats. <laughs> I really do. I love Thundercats, but, every, but you know what? After the exodus, after a few of the episodes, it gets really, really hard to watch. Surprisingly, I actually really still enjoy watching Master Universe. The, the wholesomeness of it all, some of the values that are instilled in, in the series, and... Yes, the PSAs at the end, you know, the requirements by the by the by the American, you know, uh, uh, what's it called, Children's Network or whatever the heck it was, you know, those were those were small things that needed to be ad- adhered to, right? But there's just something so magical about He-Man that still still uh, still works today, uh, you know, not for everything. When you get to the later episodes, it really starts to drag on. You know how many how many how many um, you know monsters of the week can you actually defeat, right? I mean. <laughs> It is what it is, but every time I every time I come back to that, I was like, you know what? I, I really like the series. Watching Revolution, sorry, Revelations. I think the mistake that they made, truthfully, is that they said this is a direct continuation of Master Universe from Filmation, and I was like, that's a that's a pair of big shoes you gotta you gotta fit into. Like that's that's crazy, and. The problem that I saw, and you know what, I'm going to share this again with everybody who doesn't know me, who hasn't heard me talk about this. If you're going to have, um, if you're going to have Kevin Smith as a director, expect a lot of toilet humor. Expect a lot of a lot of a lot of uh, reefer humor. You know, <clears throat> expect a lot of stuff that's going to be like dad type of jokes. Like those, those are the types of things that you're going to find, you know, in 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 his type of humor. But the actual root story was pretty damn good. I, I I believe so. You know what I mean? The tale that they that this, they decided to tell was amazing. My take on this is that a few people, a few vlogger vloggers, a few bloggers, a few people got into a, t- a tussle with uh, with with Kevin Smith and they made it their mission to try and take him down. And unfortunately that left a few fans in in the uh in in the outskirts Saying I don't want to watch this because everyone thing it's it's crap and you know what that's a shame, that is a disservice. You should before before you judge something you should watch it, right? At least give it give it a. I have a three episode rule. If I can't get past the third episode, I'm not going to finish the series. That's just that's the way it is, right? And that's what I think everyone should do. Everyone should at least take a look at the first three episodes. And spoiler alert: He Man doesn't die. Duh. You know what I mean? Like, uh, well, actually, you know what? He I died. I'm gonna let you guys. I'm gonna let you guys discover that for yourselves. Exactly, he did die. (laughs) But you know, if you're watching this stream, you probably already know that. Um, But you know what? I really enjoyed the series for what it was. Is it a furthering of the mythos? Sort of. Is it canonical? Uh, For like, for some people, it's going to be a resounding yes. For some people, it's going to be an unfortunate yes. Right? That's just the way this is. But. 
can we look forward to the next episodes? I think we can, you know, because there's a lot to look forward to. There's hello. <laughs> It's my daughter, y'all. How's it going? <laughs> See you. Uh, and there's a there's a there's a lot to enjoy as well because again, the we know we know already the evil horde is coming. Uh and you know what? Before we get too far into it, there's a lot of great stuff on the way. And let's start breaking this down, everybody. So, you know, let's 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 have so first off, um what like because I've been purposely purposely trying to not watch or look at or do whatever, but I, I do want to uh, ask the panel here how much of how much of the uh, the the spoilers or leaks or whatever the heck it is uh, have you guys seen? Um, uh, Adam, how about, how about yourself? Uh, I I've not I've like kind of like you I've kind of purposely avoided getting into deep uh, with the spoilers or speculation. I did see the the video, the sort of the teaser video um, that was released a little bit ago, and I watched. I only watched that through once. I don't. Know, I, I prefer to go in, a little, you know, without. Sure. To you know, going a little more fresh. Absolutely, I, I'm much the same way. Uh, Michael, what are your what's been your experience for uh, for for, the, for this uh, you know um, round of uh, of teasers? Yeah, I think beyond just watching the teasers and just trying to dissect what's in it and kind of how it might represent itself in the show. Um, we, I think, you know, I think we, we had a theory on, uh, you know, a certain famous person's voice acting and the role that they might play just based on some leaks that we saw on the internet. So I don't know <laughs> if you're aware of that stuff and I don't want to spoil anything. Uh, well, you know, this is, this is the night to speculate. This is the night to, to share. <laughs> So we're gonna talk about it. We're gonna talk. Okay. About, we're gonna talk about everything. Why not? Right. Let's talk about the whole nine yards. Yard. <laughs> it's it's tomorrow. Tomorrow we're gonna find out a heck of a lot more. That's true. So you know, let, let's let's just dive right in tonight and see how incorrect we are tomorrow, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I think that that's probably the best way of doing it. Oz, have you spoiled yourself, or or have you just abstained like me and uh, me and Adam? I've pretty much tried to abstain the best I can, although it is tough. It mm. is tough because you know. Anytime something new like this is coming, you just kind of want to know more. You want to crave knowledge. True, true. But and, uh, I don't want to spoil anything. And unfortunately, we are at least going to take a look at the trailer right now, uh, just to give us a little That's bit of a, of, of, of a heads up, right? Because, again, trailers are trailers. Um, and then I'm going to give the option to everybody here if they want to see uh, the two minutes that was available at one point. So first thing, first things first though, let's go ahead and experience together. Once again, guys, the first trailer that dropped uh, earlier this year. So let's have a look. For uncountable eons, I have spread across the galaxies like a virus. Very excited. Conquering 10,000 worlds to home my horde. And on every planet, there has always been a hero. The one. There's a far greater power. Even the power of Grayskull. Tonight, we witness the dawn of a new attorney. I'm not really sure how I feel about that. Not really sure. It's time for a revolution.
If you're wondering why I was talking, it's because we, we, we do have to be careful about that kind of stuff. <laughs> right. If you don't, if uh, my, my stream got cut off one time uh, because I let uh, a Jason David Frank memorial go on mm. for too long and they, they literally cut it right off and we're like, dang. Wow. So I wanted to just, you know, say a few things while yeah. we're going through. Um, let's, let's dissect this a little bit here because there's a lot to take in, guys. First of all, we, uh, you know, I'm curious about this. Uh, if we're, if, uh, are they going to take anything from the secret of the sword? Because the secret of the sword really is, uh, you know, essential to how the horde is intertwined with Eternia, right? If it wasn't for that storyline, we would not have any inclination of horde act, right? So, uh, what are your guys' thoughts? Uh, is there some? I'm not. I'm not talking about whether or not she was going to show up at the end of the show. That's not what I'm asking. I'm just asking, what do you guys think? Is there, is there any sort of tie-in with? The secret of the sword at all um who wants to go first nobody nobody wants to go first oz you, you go you go first. all right i'll go first with this one so i mean of course like you said jay like secret of the sword is kind of like our basis in animation at least of where the horde comes in and how things are done like that's the one that kind of introduced a little bit about skeletor being the the uh pupil of Hordak, right? Like, that's where we start to learn about that relationship, which we clearly see in Revelation that relationship existed, right? You know, in the flashbacks with Evelyn, Skeletor shows up in, like, the red and black with the Horde logos on, saves her, takes her under his wing. You know, I'm really excited to see if we get some more of that story with this. And, and hopefully maybe that's what we see a little bit here. Like, you know, they're really showing how vast the Horde truly is with all of these ships and their entire presence uh, here clearly conquering another world. That's got me really excited because, honestly, you know, the Horde always felt a little bit lacking. <laughs> you know, I gotta say, I just never really felt as cool as the toys were, I never yeah. felt the fear from the horde that I really wish mm, I had, you know, that I felt like I needed. 2000X kind of gave us a hint of that, and then it never got to flesh out that story at all, which is, I think, a travesty, but um, I'm really excited to see what we get. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and that's a great point. Like, maybe, maybe this is where that horde story gets evolved from, where it got kind of cut short in the 2000X series. Um, right. It's mm -hmm. funny, this huge fleet reminds me of the end scenes from Star Wars The Last yes. Jedi where you yes. see Emperor yes. Palpatine yes. raising his fleet of Star Destroyers. And yeah. it, that kind of gave me those vibes. But man, yeah, I think you hit it right on the head. It's uh, We need to have that evolution in story uh, of the Horde. Yeah. Because it's like a small band of little little misfits who got a little tiny playset <laughs> in the toilet. <laughs> right? Just, they're just getting the backseat everywhere. They never felt imposing, you know, with the yeah. rest. Yeah, and and the the actual fright zone was a bit. Uh, it was more Halloweenish than it was uh, an actual place, right. in my opinion. But still, I, I I did enjoy it as a kid. Uh, Adam, oh, what are yeah. your thoughts? Yeah, I think it's it, it's it's. I would compare it to the Mike Young Productions in that it's clearly a darker, more serious horde. You know, you're not going to have Mantana slipping on a banana peel in this one, clearly. <laughs> uh, but it's also more classic from that Shira, just because, just in the in the um, 
in the sense that they clearly have this massive amount of technology. In the in the in the 2002 show, it, it seemed more like it was more magical, like they had all those race and Hordak seemed to be using magic against King Grayskull. Uh, there were some horde troopers, but I didn't see a lot of vehicles in that shot that they were in. And this this one's clearly an empire. They've got all these huge imposing yeah. ships. Yeah, I'm I'm curious to find out if uh, we'll actually get a chance to see um, Horde Prime. Uh, you know if. Uh, if he's actually going to end up giving a cameo or something along those lines, because the way Hordak is speaking, um, you know, it, it's it's pretty much evident that he is the one who is the conqueror, right? It, it's it's kind of, uh, and and we can see here, this is an interesting uh, little tidbit here. We can see Paternia here, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Right. This is this is crazy. We actually yeah. see Paternia here. We see um, you know King Grayskull, or uh, uh, yeah, I believe that is King Grayskull. Mm -hmm. uh, we we see. Um, you know the snake. I believe is is that the is that the sorceress? Is that is that a blue skin sorceress? Like that's no that yeah. What is that? Who is that? And um, Adam, you probably oh, you probably know the see. more the backstory on this one, but it's a it's a character called Saren or Saren from the DC comics. Yeah, well, I know has, Yuka figured that out, but I, I <laughs> kind of forgot. Um, she has the same blue. If it's a he or she, they have the same blue skin as Keldor. So, you know, that's an interesting uh, little uh, tidbit there. But obviously, they're going to war against the great power, right? And we do, we do see Titus there. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes. so, you know, there's, there's a lot more going on here and a lot more world building as, as things progress. And if we, if we, right there, we do see something very interesting. Um, uh, Cora, she is Skeletor's mom in the con. Ah, thank you, Cora. Right. Thank you. There we go. So that, may, that would make sense why she has blue skin, right? And we can see an invading an invading army coming to uh, to take over Eternia, right? So perhaps that's what this is. It was a prophecy that you know the horde was here once. And is that horde prime? It looks like his helmet from um, from classics. I don't know if you I don't know if you guys can see that. Um, yeah, isn't that, yeah, isn't maybe that horde prime helmet from classics. It looks kind of like it for sure. At least yeah. there are similar similar notes to it for sure. And is that is that that um, what's it called the the vehicle the, the sorry the um, the vehicle which which uh, rotates around I can't remember what it was called again it had the, it had the two claws um, what is it called it's a it's a motor vehicle it's a it was a mass universe vehicle what was it called again um, Adam help me out here <laughs> like <laughs> with two claws like yeah it, well from, from which series like from the, from the original from the original um uh, oh. it, it basically it, oh, it, it, oh um monster yeah monsteroid. the spinning monsteroid. the spinning yeah, right yeah. Monsteroid. yeah i'm wondering if that's monster oh, man again just just throwing be. things out there right like, yeah cora <laughs> is on top of it yeah, yeah she she is. Is. cora is great and, this yeah. is the I think this is the exact scene that Michael's talking about. This literally looks like ep, uh, episode yes. uh, nine, right? <laughs> I think it was nine. Um, yeah. And yeah, that looks like because this one reminds me of the Battle of Coruscant, mm -hmm. and then this one this right. one reminds me of, of episode nine, right? Where all those star destroyers just uh, are like because they all look the same, right? Yeah, so that's crazy. And then of course we have a very stormtrooper like um, you know march yeah. here. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, thoughts thoughts on the new. Uh, horde horde troopers guys what are your what, what are your thoughts on, on first impressions um i i really like them it's kind of a nod to the kind of the 2000x or you know mike young sketches from from that time period and um you know from some 
anonymous source that we got, we are getting a deluxe horde trooper in the next Masterverse wave. And so I'm guessing now, like just putting two and two together, it's probably, uh, you know, just a meatier, beefier version of of the horde troopers. Yeah, I I like them because there's really not much you can do with kind of changing up their design. So I kind of like the the way that they did this here. Mm. Uh, awesome. I think they kind of look almost like a mix between the hoverbots and horde troopers with ah. like that that kind of angular shape to them, the more sunken down looking head. Um, but either way, they look really cool. I, I don't know how tactical that would be in a fight because I could just see He-Man pounding these back like a six pack of bush light or something. I don't know. Like, it, it doesn't look like it'd take much for him to just like kick one and watch the entire army fall down like dominoes behind you know, it. But that, that was the beauty of, of the horde troopers. You know, they, they did that then and, and the skeleton, the, the Skeletor uh, bots, right? They did yep. that kind of thing. It was a lot of fun that way. It was um, good. And you know what? I, I st- with, with, um, with Kevin Smith at the helm, that stuff is still possible. You know what I mean? So, oh, I'm hoping we get some of that cheesiness. Come on, Adam. <laughs> you need um, some. <laughs> I would just add, it almost looks like they're not robots, but they're wearing like a like a True. an organic being. You know, wearing a suit of armor. Just just looking at the arms, um, it looks like they've got a black undersuit, and then they're wearing armor on top of that. Mm-hmm. Kind of interesting. Yeah, right? my. Uh, my initial take on these is that they're like I, I I don't know why, but I keep thinking of Kamikaze Run. They look like they look like uh, mortar mortar uh, shells or, or bombs. That <laughs> you know they basically yeah. on a moment's command they literally like uh, you know go run into that guy and boom you know what I mean that kind right. of that kind of ridiculousness. But I'm curious to find out if maybe the shoulders ret- uh, retract and you can actually see more of their head. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if that uh, would be a feature in the toy as well, because it looks like you know with that separation at the very bottom of the um, the shoulders, it looks like maybe it can it can retract a little bit. I don't know. Again, I'm just I'm just uh, spitballing here. So, but still love the uh, love the overall look on these guys. Um, yeah, and and Michael said it best. You know what what more can you do with with the horde troopers other than completely uh, you know uh, um, redesign them? Uh, if Bobby wants to come on. Uh, Oz, uh, you 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 can you can send him the link if you if you're sure, sure. I'll see if he's available. So uh, this one, of course, is probably the most shocking uh, portion of the of the reveal. Uh, You know the the fact this is this is Darkspawn. Yep. This is obviously Darkspawn, and the sorceress has come to ask the dragons for aid. Um, And I and you know what Uh, I want to I want to ask the panel. I when I was watching the the Master Universe movie, uh, I noticed that uh, I don't have the clips here, but this was full of dragon heraldry. So I'm curious, you know, during the production of that, what everyone thought because my my my, my feeling has always been that the dragons of Dark Smoke helped to build Castle Grayskull, you know, uh, once upon a time. Um, now, of course, that's not canonical to, uh, you know, the 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 actual backstory, uh, but. I always like thinking about things like that because, again, why would there be so much dragon heraldry inside of Castle Grayskull? Um, but, you know, thoughts, guys. What, what, what are your thoughts about this scene as well as, I guess, what I said? <laughs> I mean, I really want to see more, more of the interiors, right? Like, we were able to see a decent bit and a good chunk in Revelation, but... I think there's still so much more uh, to be seen within Castle Grayskull. 
right? Like I feel like we've barely, barely scratched the surface. So I'm hoping we get to see a little bit more of that. Cause I just, I imagine Grayskull kind of like this place of wonder where there are libraries full of eons of knowledge, you know, not just, I mean, we saw that they were able to unlock the power of Grayskull and be able to see into it. You know, you saw a lot of that with Evelyn and Skeletor in Revelation, but I feel like there's still so much more there to explore. And I really hope we get to see some of that. Hmm. Uh, Michael. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I like this scene and just the inclusion of dark smoke because it's a nod to the dragon's gift episode in the original uh, cartoon where you had he man and Tila busted open those door that that gate basically so right yeah i mean i'm also want to see more of granamir if that is granamir or that you know the huge dragon that is is in the trailer too so i i hope yeah. that we'll not only see him on film but he also makes uh it in plastic form too oh i'm just dying for that <laughs> adam oh. Yeah, no, I, I, I like that. Um, assuming that's that's kind of, I, I assume that you know, if they're going to the dragons for help, then they're at their last resort. You know, everything's falling apart. Um, which I, I think that's a good way to take it. Um, as far as the dragons create or helping to build or create Grayskull, I that's something I never thought of. I, I it makes sense. I mean, Grandmere's ancient. He's magical. Um, I would. You know, I would accept that as as one origin. I, I for me, I kind of like to think, you know, with Grayskull, you don't want to know the origins too much. You want it to be kind of mysterious. Yeah, and we we did find out a bit more in Revol in Revolution Revelation uh, about Grayskull than than I think any of us really expected. Right, the fact yeah. that it actually uh, um, sort of mixing the two. 2000X and and filmation together, right? The fact that it is, uh, you know, the the housing of knowledge, right? For of all of all Eternia, right? So it it, was, it is an interesting parallel. Now, knowing that though, does the does, does the does the illusion come back, right? Because there's something in the poster which we're going to get to in a second, which kind of leads to so many other questions, right? Um, now here's the other thing: Why is He Man in his battle armor? I mean, like the way I've always looked at battle armor, He Man is it was a it was a toy. I never actually expected him to don uh, the actual battle armor in battle, you know, because again, what does He-Man need with battle armor? <laughs> That's he's never needed it before. At Some least more with, <laughs> exactly. At least with at least with the snake armor, He-Man, it made sense. The, he, yeah. the He-Man is is weak against the venom of the Snake Man, right? So it made sense that he would need some sort of protective uh, gear. But the battle armor, I don't know. It just seems a little bit like why does Superman need armor? You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> like what what happens there? Uh, yeah. Thoughts, thoughts, everybody. Well, clearly, awesome. it's just to sell more toys. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, I mean, I'll be honest. I've kind of been patiently waiting to see an animated version of Battle Armor He-Man, right? So when I was a little kid, my original He-Man, I don't know what happened to his sword, his armor, everything. He was a naked barbarian-looking dude because I lost most of that stuff with my first one. I didn't get the original version a second time when I finally got another He-Man. I got Battle Armor He-Man, and he became my main He-Man after that, right? 
yeah, make make the mistake. So, Battle Armor He Man was my absolute favorite, but because yeah, you know, because he had that that action feature, it, it just like it was just right. so cool. It was, great. it was like bang. I kept I, I hit that thing more often. <laughs> I, I broke <laughs> mine. You know that barrel that spring definitely broke. Thank you, Toy Poloy, for teaching me how to fix it. Thirty oh, years after the fact, but so crazy, so um, crazy. Yeah, um, I'm excited. Yeah, me too, Michael. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited too. And yeah, I mean, it is definitely to sell uh, more toys. And yes, I fell hook, line, and sinker for it, of course. But um, maybe maybe it provides an extra layer of protection. Um, so, you know, there's like loin armor that protects the jewels. This could be just battle armor just to, uh, you know, make them last a little longer. Uh, I, I noticed in this clip, he actually, um, he, he actually uh, is donning uh, the um the, the armor here because this the, yeah. if, you, if you look carefully it's it's kind of like a spider mm-hmm. clamping onto his back right and that's that's it's so this is actually the scene where he, he he probably starts without the armor and then all of a sudden he's got he has a need for it it's weird but good yeah. call jay that's pretty yeah, wicked I, I didn't notice that before i i like that because it's like you, he man can't be like excuse me while i change to my battle armor so it has to be <laughs> it's like it, it looks like part of his it's part of his armor too that, that he can great. activate and it wraps around him like a yeah, you know, like a an nice iron, iron man suit or something. Yeah, that's true. I dig it. Or kind of again, like that 2000 X where the sword could adapt to the situation and he man yeah. would kind of gain like new abilities, sort of thing. I mean, let's face it, I always like the idea that man at arms designed the battle armor for he man kind of thing. That was always cool, right? But I also really liked the idea that, and again, thinking even from a toy standpoint, the way they approached it in that Mike Young Productions line where, you know, okay, a new evil has arisen, the sword adapts and changes in a way and unlocks even greater powers that it bestows upon He-Man to rise to the new challenge. It's a great way to reinvent the character every time you need a third, fourth, 27th version of He-Man to sell to the toy market because we all know how well that works. <laughs> it worked for me. I mean, I, I, <laughs> it works every time. I keep buying He-Man. Point. <laughs> and I, I really love the Battle Armor Skeletor. Uh, Adam? Yeah, I, I assume it's probably some, maybe Tila as Sorcerer's helped him unlock like a new ability. Maybe something to do with the lava terrain that he's in, just some extra protection that yeah. he can ring out uh, i love that he's got his classic battle axe in this scene too um yes. which normally he's all about the sword so two two things that you rarely you know or actually never see in animation is battle armor and the battle axe you didn't even see it in the original mini comics I mean, the axe you saw but never the battle armor it was all over the box art so it's nice to see this look yeah. getting some love but i wonder if that's a clue I wonder if there's so, a reason why he doesn't have his sword because you're right. Yeah. He, he actually does not have a sword at all. We can see the battle axe clearly, but even here in this scene, like, the, like it's not even on battle cats. No word. It's nowhere to be seen. So interesting. Right? Very interesting. Um, so, sorry. Go, chef, go ahead. chef M80 is bringing up a point that the packaging says that Andra created the battle armor for oh, spoilers spoilers no, just well, <laughs> you know again it's on the toy package that's yeah. a little less spoiler for the show i mean spoiler. if it's already well, out there then, by the package but, but by that notion it's not untrue then according to right. according to canon man at arms 
built the armor and Andra is the current right. man's arm. Or according to Tila in the movie, woman at arms, which I, I appreciate that. I, I, I That joke was always so key, was so key for me when I was a kid. I was like, yeah! <laughs> I was freaking out when I saw that one. I agree. Uh, I, I think it was a good call. Absolutely. Here we have uh, the new sorceress, uh, you know, uh, calling upon her her mystical powers. But this is an interesting scene. Um, okay, we're we're gonna move forward. Wow, what happened? Is that Trapjaw? Okay, a lot of spoilers going on here. Uh, not like, well, I don't even want to speculate on this. This that it looks like Trapjaw. Yeah. It looks like something completely different. I don't know. That's it's the little, horde uh, right there. You know, definitely the whole horde combined into crazy weird eyeballs. Like I mean, Voltron. yeah, you know, I was also <laughs> right? thinking Resident Evil as well, like <laughs> like some sort Robies. of Resident Evil thing. Uh, you know what? It's too much to speculate on this one for just one scene. I don't think we're going to get much out of that. But, but, crazy. but again, yeah, you're right. The techno cult, right? I think mm-hmm. that's uh, that's 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 what they've established because we still hear we still see here one of the um, one of the uh, head priests of the techno cult, um, you know, Whiplash, right? And he man's just like whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Typical. Yeah. A typical He-Man. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Typical He-Man. It's, it really does remind you of the filmation. Whenever he would just like catch something and say, oh, you dropped something and just like, you know, throw it back. <laughs> just a wonderful nod to the original. Um, and here, okay, so here is this, like, and this is the thing. It, I think that's Adam. Well, yeah. What does everybody think? Oh, most definitely. That is definitely Adam. Yeah. He's got those soft eyes. <laughs> and he's not tan enough to be He-Man. <laughs> the the yellow hair too, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He-Man, He-Man's got the um, what's it called? He's got He-Man's got the fake and bake going on all the time. It's crazy, right? Right. Uh, <laughs> it looks like Tila's really gotten a hold of her powers. You know what I mean? It uh, a lot a lot of things seem to be happening with uh, you know Paternia and um, Subternia, right? Things things are really starting to move forward with this with this series. And there we do see He-Man with his armor, so something is going on, yeah. right? So there there and is a sword. Yeah. I love that. I love that, like uh, that roundhouse kick. That's just crazy. Um, and then, of course, we have. Ah, mm, I really want to find out what's going on here. Uh, you know, what, what are your impressions, guys, about about uh, Techno Skeletor? Nobody, right? right. Uh, I've got. I mean, <laughs> there's Let's a precedence. There's a precedence, right? We know. Laser light Skeletor, who that kind of design eventually became like what we saw more of with the New Adventures Skeletor, and you know that was always just weird and creepy because they gave him eyeballs, and you kind of got an eyeball here. Like, okay, so we've seen Skeletor mesh with technology before. It's not necessarily new. They're doing it in a different way. I'm just glad they didn't put hair on this one because that <laughs> almost be a deal breaker. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Um, Adam, what are, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I was, I was when they ended up and, you know, at the end of the uh, revelation, I, when he was, you know, it was apparent he was, he was going to be captured and transformed by the technical I was crossing my fingers. I really hoped that he would they would make him laser light Skeletor. I'm slightly obsessed with that figure, um, but they they didn't. I mean, there's there's a few kind of subtle nods to it. 
I'm, I'm not a huge fan, like just looking at the toy that they made for this, I'm not a huge fan of the design they came up with. I wish they had gone to Laser Light or, or, or one of the new adventures designs or at least made it more influenced by those. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. Not my, not my favorite redesign for him. And uh, Michael. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it looks creepy. Uh, you know, I, I think they, I think they did a good job just meshing the techno cult with what we think Skeletor would look like as a techno cult number. Um, I, I mean, I, I do like his the getup that he has. Um, so. Right. I'm a fan. Like I, actually, whole... I can't remember if I bought this toy or not. So <laughs> yeah. I don't think so. you know you did. Yeah. I'm trying to hide it. <laughs> and it's it, it's interesting the timing of this. I mean, like you know, AI is becoming so prevalent in our in our uh, in our society right now. So many yeah. things are moving forward, and like you know, uh, technology. So really interesting how how they decided to move forward. With this <laughs> there's dark smoke as again, right. and we see the. Uh, I'm not sure if these are wyverns or or if these are possessed dragons, but they look more uh, evil than they do good, or or um, I, stationary, or you know. Whatever. I know what they are because I've seen some other footage, but again, I, I don't know if it's like too much of a spoiler. But uh, I think the shadow beasts can can convert into those. Ah, that's, that's interesting. Oh, okay, and and technically, we did see these creatures in the final in the final battle scenes. Mm -hmm. uh because they they attacked yeah you know, a lot of them so you know obviously uh these are actually this might be the portal to subternia thinking about it now that oh might be, you know what yeah. the crystal sea i yeah. agree yeah that might not be that might not be uh dark smoke that actually might be the the again we're just sort of extrapolating from 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 the little tidbits they give us uh obviously eternos is under attack uh obviously um and then of course we see this which has gotten everybody excited yeah. this is just ridiculous i mean you know what are we witnessing here? Uh, you know, is that Grandemir? Is it something like I think it? I think it can only be Grandemir. I mean, like, I, I think it's right. As far as I know, he's the only red dragon in the world right now, right? <laughs> like, I don't remember ever seeing any other red dragons. So I have a theory about this scene that I just thought up in my head, but I want to circle <laughs> back to it after we see the poster. Right. Yep. Yep. Let's I was going to say, Michael. I think I know where you're going with that. All right. <laughs> Adam, any any quick thoughts? No, I, I, I'm, you know, I would 99.9% sure that's got to be Granovir. I, I, I love that they're bringing him into it. He's a, he's a great character. Oh God, some you know the, what? Some of the best right. episodes had him in relation. I, 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 he needs to have that absolute disdain for humanity. I love that, mm -hmm. and I, I love the idea that he's lived so long. He's basically like, you know, you're all children to me, and I just love the arrogance. I love the, you know, the he won't be Granovir without that. If he, if he, if he doesn't, if he doesn't end up being some sort of and you know what? A lot of people are talking about this, and we're going to talk about the voice actors, but he has to actually have a greater-than-thou presence, and who better to vote? Anyway, we're going to get to that in a minute. Um, uh, and then, of course, we do have the Techno Cult continuing its ways with uh, the Horde here, as well as... And you know, I'm so happy that Meg Foster was chosen for... Um, from motherboard, I I was I was yeah. thrilled when we heard it. Couldn't be more perfect. Oh my gosh, just crazy. What do you What about you? What about you guys, um, Michael, uh, Adam? Yeah, I I love to see like just characters from the lore, uh, you know, who played roles in the past, like resurfacing again. So, um, you know, that kind of made me think of the with all the AI stuff, like Terminator is also rebooting too. So it's like. Yeah. It's all coming back to AI and technology, but no, I'm I'm happy that Meg Foster is part of this. Uh, you know, she 
was part of a fantastic movie that some people love, some people hate back in the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I I just echo that. I I love that they bring back old uh, actors as voice actors. I love that they brought Alan Oppenheimer in as Mossman last time. So more of that for sure. Absolutely. And I don't think there's any other real big surprises here. Obviously, we, we have a few, few really great battle scenes. But uh, okay, we'll talk about this guy as well uh, because he's, he's pro- featured prominently on the, um, on the uh, poster as well. And just, you know, it's some great battle sequences that happen here. Coming January 2024, we do know now that that actually means that it will be January 25th, 2024. That's an interesting little tongue, tongue twister there. Um, and now let's get to the main feature here. Uh, earlier today on Master of the Universe, all of their social medias, whether Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, everywhere, we got this glorious poster with the caption, Feast Your Eyes on the New Masters of the Universe Revolution Arts, created by the brilliant Nathan Birch. Masters of the Universe Revolution premieres January 25th only on Netflix. I am so happy that that um, that uh, we got to see this. I mean, this is just this is just beautiful. I'm really excited about this. Nate Birch, my God, being able to to illustrate this. Let's take this all in, guys. What what are, what were your first thoughts when you first saw this? My I, my mind was just blown. I had no, I, I was just absolutely. There's just so much here to take in. Um, Oz, what are what are your thoughts on this one first? I mean, first off, I was very happy to hear that Nate was doing this poster because he's known for a lot of his work that he did early on with, you know, Masters Universe Revelations, a lot of artwork from Masterverse as well as Origins. Um, And then, you know, now the Four Horsemen kind of pulled him in. He works, you know, for them now. He's like an official employee of theirs. And he did say he still had some projects left to do for Mattel. And I'm assuming this is one of those projects here since it was revealed that he's the one that did this. It's gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. His artwork is always top notch. And just so excited to see so many little things that they kind of point out here. I mean, again, we see more of that dragon that was in the trailer. We, we see this stunning white and gold armor here. We see the return of Evelyn in a less evilly looking fashion. <laughs> yeah, what do we call her now? I guess we just right? call her I, Maybe Goodland. Evelyn? We, yeah, no? Evelyn. yeah, you Evelyn. call her by her name, Evelyn Morgan Powers. There you go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we see Andra's new look and embracing more of that role of man-at-arms. And then we see Green Goddess who, if I remember correctly, was actually kind of a Nate Barch character, like based off of that one panel in the original mini-comic. They never really called her the Green Goddess. They just called her the Goddess. And then it was him basically pouring love into it on He-Man.org that really fleshed out what the Green Goddess became. So seeing him finally be able to not just put her into a figure like we've seen, but actually get to put her into a official Masters of the Universe animation. Like, that's that's kind of like as mainstream as it goes right there, right? No matter what comes out in the toys, we always want to see it in an animation of some type. So him finally getting to put that to this must have been a huge moment for him. 
seeing the return of Orko here, Orko the White, rather. He had his fight with the Balrog scared low, and he came back as Orko the White. Correct, correct. And then we see our Techno Skeletor here in the background, a little bit more him, rocking the uh, T-800 Terminator look. And, you know, shouldered left and right by Hordak and Motherboard. But this top portion here, this, I think, really says a lot. Yeah, there's there's a lot of a lot of things to unpack here. Uh, Michael, your impressions. Yeah, I mean, of course, my eye goes to like, ooh, what action figures are we going to get next? <laughs> Naturally. <laughs> It's a it's a beautiful presentation, and I I love the nod to like the it's like the classic rock burst. It's like the beginning of yep. time, right? If you subscribe to the Big Bang Theory, it's just like everything is emanating from this power. And yeah, I I love the the top of it. And it's funny because I'd missed like the the horde wings coming off a of Castle Grayskull because I was looking for the figures. But man, that that Castle Grayskull looks infected as heck like mm -hmm. that just looks like you enter that place and you're gonna be doomed yeah 100 <laughs> exactly um adam what are your thoughts yeah uh def definitely the the green goddess thing because i i remember back on human.org nate was the biggest booster of green goddess like pixel dan has mosquito nate has green goddess like she's his favorite from from for years years ago um, but I, of all of the contemporary artists who do work for Mattel, uh, Nate's my favorite. I, I love the atmosphere. If you look up at the top, even just beyond the figures in the, in Castle Grayskull, just the lighting and the mood of this piece, uh, that orange and red glow, which is, he, you see that in a lot of his work. It's, I, it's it kind of harkens back to the original Castle Grayskull artwork where that, you know, chasm beneath the castle had that that same sort of thing he's he's just got the best atmosphere um it is it is artwork um so for for me the the two biggest things the atmosphere three biggest things atmosphere the green goddess and that crazy horned grayskull <laughs> i'm so excited about this just like all echoing what everybody here said this really does tie in the master universe with the exploding rocks i mean it really is uh, as you guys said, the Big Bang, right? Which is probably what was also thought up by a lot of the designers when they created the original backing cards for the Master Universe. You know, just this immense amount of power. And now we're transitioning from, you know, as as uh, as Adam said, this red sort of ominous type of feature, all of a sudden to this glorious blue, right? Where it really does give that sort of hope that you know the the heroes of Eternia uh, have come to uh, to rally around the cause. And there are a lot of things to take in here. Like, you know, we talked about the Green Goddess, but we also talked about this mystery character here. Some people have said it's Man-at-Arms. I'm thinking that it's a new Roboto. You know what I mean? There's a lot of well, a lot of things that are, that are uh, you know, kind of at play here. And was this built by Andra or was this built by Man-at-Arms, right? Or is it Man-at-Arms in there? In a, in a, or is it, um, is it King Randor in there? You know, there's a lot of, <laughs> there are a lot of questions going on uh, with this particular character. We see... Uh, a dragon, we're going to call him a dragon, and he's fully armored up. Like, you know, the scene we saw uh, in, in the trailer, this is not that, you know, this is that this dragon is, is completely armored up, ready for battle. So does that mean he's ready to join the fight? Uh, Evelyn is here. We see, uh, see He-Man with his battle armor. And, of course, um, you know, the Ascended Orko, uh, 
as we said, Andra and the Green Goddess. And then we see the 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 evil Trinity, right? Which is which is very interesting, right? Um, I, it almost looks like a family. I don't I don't know if if if, uh, if everybody agrees with that, but literally they seem like an unholy family here, and it's 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 like a a, a, a diamond pattern here with a almost um, you know uh, what's it called a, a trans a transformed uh, Castle Grayskull with the Techno Cult. Uh, bleeding into it right just crazy things to take in here um yeah i mean like when i saw this my my jaw dropped i had not i had i had, didn't have the words i had I had no words um let's take this a little bit at a time so we already talked a lot about the green goddess and and her origins um is that a tale it, at first i thought maybe it was part of cringer but then or you know, like just what I could see from my phone earlier today, which wasn't very large. It looked kind of like his tail, but then it was oddly placed. And then after looking at it a little bit more this afternoon, I realized it's kind of a flowing skirt and a snake yeah. tail. Guys, what do you like? Uh, Oz, Oz is not wrong, but uh, like, I don't know. The more I look at it, the more it looks like a tail. I I, I don't know. That's just my take on it. Michael. What are you, what yeah. Yeah. At first glance, I did think it was just a skirt, but I think you're right, Oz. I think there is there there looks like there's a tail uh, coming out of those hindquarters. So, um, maybe maybe she transforms into a snake, like that's her. Oh, she maybe she's ability. maybe she's like Lady Slither then. Maybe maybe she's yeah. in mid transformation or or coming maybe. out of transformation. Hmm, interesting. And that then that leads to another question: Is she part of the Snake Men uh, to some sort to, to some sort of degree? Because you know, again the canon is being rewritten as we speak, right? So there's a lot of questions happening here. Um, now, the other question, speculation time, uh, the complete speculation. We're not even going anywhere with this. Grandemir's or, or that dragon's hand was growing green. She's green. Is this the, is this the next evolution of the sorceress? Maybe. Yeah, that's, that's what I was, that's what I was hinting at that yeah. I wanted to circle back to. So right. yeah, I think yeah. I still, and Michael's thunder. <laughs> no, no, no. It's all no, good. It's like, exactly no, there's, there's no thunder to be stolen. Um, right. Yeah. I mean, the green goddess and Tila's lore has evolved so much over, over the years. And I think that this would be a natural evolution of Tila uh, being transformed into the goddess because we've seen that evolution from like 1982 or 1983, starting with the comics. Yeah. Right. And I, I believe it was also hinted at even in filmation, uh, because she's always been, um, you know, um, being groomed, uh, si you know, <laughs> kind of offhandedly uh, to be the next goddess, right? And uh, yeah. it's interesting. To, it, sorry, it's sorceress, but then now we we see maybe another evolution to an actual goddess, right? So that uh, you know, Adam, what are, what are your thoughts on this one? Yeah, I mean, it could it definitely could be Tila. We don't see her otherwise, so it, it'd be weird to leave her out of this poster. Um, and she did get a poster of her, of her own, though. Uh, yeah, she actually got her own <laughs> standalone poster, actually. Uh, let me just see if I can find it really quickly, but continue. I just want to find, yeah. And it's, uh, I mean, the goddess was originally actually, she was originally called the sorceress in the first mini comic. But then she appears again, not green, just with the, the Tila colors. But she's then she's called the goddess in the second wave comics. She's the, the Tila is the clone of the goddess. So, so like they are intertwined. Um, 
it, it's very confusing there. You can have somebody who looks, who has that snake headdress. It could be Tila, could be the goddess, depends on the story. Um, but yeah, to, to me, it would make sense if this is like once Tila comes into her own as the sorceress, she she doesn't keep that the the, the falcon costume. She she has her own sort of um, appearance. Uh, you know, once she's kind of maybe past a certain level of her powers. Yeah. I find it interesting too that the way she's posed here is not too dissimilar from the way she's posed there. You know what I mean? Again, there's a lot of parallels right. going on here. So it's interesting. Um, Oz, did you have anything to add? Or So one of the things that has always been most interesting to me, right? And again, a lot of this goes back to the toys being made and then story being developed later. So the original concept with the figure just going to be a two-in-one kind of thing, dressed down, it was Tila, dressed up in all the armor, it was the goddess. The goddess's armor was always snake-themed, right? And then later on, the snake men were a bad faction, right? With Snake Mountain and the, you know... Even when we get to 2000X, you've got the god Serpos and everything, which they even seem to kind of hint at like this constant war between a good god Zor against an evil god Serpos in Revelation, right? When they did a lot of like those dream sequence or those kind of ethereal sequences, it was always like this falcon versus a snake. And the snake was always the sign of evil, right? So... Up until we just rewatched the trailer again a little bit ago, I didn't pick up on the whole Grenomir with the green hand, and I started thinking it around the same time. Michael definitely was just thinking about it. But, like, you know, I was kind of thinking, where does she get this additional powers from to become this version of the goddess, right? Because we all know eventually what was the goddess became sorceress due to filmation and their introduction of that character more so. And I mean, it was even in the comics before that a little bit more with the Falcon look, because then she was pink and not green or anything. And then we had the filmation colors came later. But snakes have always been kind of evil. So where does these powers with this snake look kind of come from? Where is that origin story going to come? And I think I guess we get a little bit of that now, hopefully, with a bit of hinting and, and some clues we had from that scene yeah and we do know that um you know from the lore the snake man actually predates many of the the um the characters uh as they are today right Right. and and we do know that king hiss um you know had some sort of uh you know deeper meaning to 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 where they came from um and as, as a matter of fact uh, maybe there, maybe there was a division somewhere, right? Uh, it's possible. Maybe, maybe there was a destiny that the Snake People had inheriting, you know, uh, Eternia. But you know, King Hiss made those plans disappear. There's a lot of things to take in here, right? So very, very interesting and super, super fun to to uh, you know elaborate on. Um, and then we got this guy. <laughs> who is this guy, guys? Who 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 is this? Who? What are we looking at here? What are we looking at here? All right. So Brick was bringing it up quite a bit earlier in a lot of chats, and it's true. He looks very much like Sir uh, Laserlot, or I can't remember what his name is exactly. Extendar. Extendar. Like, yeah. That's what I, I was well, there's, ex- yeah, it definitely has those looks to it. 
Well, I had seen Dad at Arms called him Man o' War, and I was not familiar with that name at all, and I had to kind of go do some Googling and digging it. But apparently, the Image Comics that went along with the 2000X Mike Young production, Man at Arms went by the moniker Man o' War later, and he had a hard, a more hardcore kind of armor going, and since Man at Arms, well, Duncan gets a new set of armor and, you know, goes by a new title, I am starting to think that uh, maybe this is that Man of War. Now, Allison, who we all know, Allison Troy, as a wealth of knowledge, even beyond myself in most cases, and I know Adam has quite the lore knowledge as well. There's a lot of people out there who know more than me, even though uh, Mr. Home Arcade, give me a big shout out for knowing my stuff and I appreciate it. So she had actually found, and I'm going to share screen here in a moment. Let me open this in a new tab here, Jay. Sure. So this was some concept by Axel Menez that had come out and Allison shared this in our Patreon group chat earlier today. Really quick, uh, Oz. Uh, holy crap. Thank you, Mr. Home Arcade. Wow. Five Mega J Retro memberships. You are amazing. Um, how does that work? I don't know how gifting, like, is there actually five Mega J Retro memberships? Does he give them away? Like, how does, how does I, don't, I don't really know how yeah. that works. But, yeah. So I've seen yeah. it done where you're able to give memberships to other people and how cool is that? That is you are Mr. Home Arcade awesome. is amazing. He's he's done that with our really? channel too, and it's like wow. <laughs> that is just amazing. Thank you, Mr. Home Arcade. You are you are incredible, my friend. Uh, I wish he could. I invited him. I wish he could join us, but uh, he's actually uh, busy making people happy. So thank you, Mr. Home Arcade. Really appreciate it. Always good to see you, brother. Um, go go. Sorry, uh, sorry to interrupt. Uh, us. Oh, not at all. You know, generosity like that always deserves a big shout out. Mister Home Arcade is one of the best. So, this is a character designed by Axel Menez called Gladiator. And if you see, he does look very similar to quite a bit of what we're seeing on that white armor of that new character. Mm -hmm. The kind of toned down one arm, the more armored one arm, very similar club to men at arms. The little bit here looks a lot like that face portion, as well as you swap out the visor color here, blue for red. Um, and even again, the arm gauntlet, you know, quite a bit of this does look very, very similar to what we're seeing on this new character. Uh, and I also like this little tie in here. Let's give him a rifle from like the Masters of the Universe movie Man at Arms there. You know, let's see yep, some more of that. that. <laughs> Couple more call outs, right? Like we really need to see this kind of stuff. So, I mean, I think this is a really good indicator of where they may have gotten quite a bit of this design look um, for what we are seeing in the new poster here. Like you can see quite a bit of that within this character itself, even around the helmet and everything. One hundred percent. Adam, what are what are your thoughts on on this character? Yeah, I mean, i i would I would only be able to guess. It does remind you of the Gladiator character. 
I, my guess is it's either, you know, sort of Man in Arms 2.0, that Man of, Man of War thing, maybe King Randor. I'm, I'll, I'll put my bet on Man in Arms, though. Hmm. Michael? Yeah, that, that's who I'm going with, too. Like, the, the mace is kind of the towel, but also, like, the oversized shoulder armor that Man in Arms always has. Mm. And so I think this is just another evolution of our good friend, with the amazing name Duncan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm leaning towards a robot. I, I don't know why. I just I just because we lost, you know, we, we lost Roboto. Um and he had a soul, man. Roboto had a soul. I don't care what anybody yeah. tells me. Roboto had a soul. He uh, he sacrificed himself for the greater good. Poor and I'm curious man. I'm curious if uh, if Duncan uh you know did his best to revive his code. You know what I mean? And and now this is the uh the result of it. It also sort of Gives me an impression of, uh, you know, uh, the metalhead crossover that's happening with uh, with uh, Roboto Metalhead. That's uh, that's going to yeah, be Metal Roboto. Metal yeah, Metal Roboto. Right. I'm I'm wondering so. if that's actually you know a nod to that in in some ways. But I think we're all on the same track here. We're we're definitely thinking you know that at least at the very least, Man at Arms is involved somehow. Mm -hmm. uh, Duncan Duncan is involved somehow. That you know, you uh, know, a lasting legacy. We may not like to say his name a lot but uh you know the voldemort of masters of the universe scott nutlick i say i, uh, I say his name all the time of course <laughs> it's kind of a bad word though no, it's wash not. My, i gotta no, wash my mouth bad. out after saying it I, I, let's let's clear the let's clear the air here a little bit let's clear the air here i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm just gonna i'm gonna be the bad guy here okay i'm, go, I'm gonna oh. go ahead and, and you know I, I don't mind doing it I think, and I've always said this, you know, we have to give uh, Scott the the credit he's due, the actual credit that he's he he kept Master Universe alive, in so much sure. that he took care of it. He wasn't a custodian, right? But we, in in a lot of ways, yes, the four horsemen were there. Yes, they're the ones who pitched it to Mattel. Yes, they're the ones who actually did the hard work in terms of making all the the characters and everything. But I actually believe everything, at least in terms of his stay at Mattel, I believe everything that Scott says. I believe that he did keep it alive. Like, you know, he was the one who maintained the website. He was the one who mailed, you know, mailed everybody or, you know, helped with those lists and everything like that. And you got to respect the man, at least for that. Everything that happens afterwards, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's... Right. It's and, interpretation, you know, what the stories he tells, the things. But he's been a wealth of knowledge for a lot of us. You know what I mean? It's very true. And I love seeing those director's cuts that he was doing of all the classics figures and everything that he did with that. And I was actually just about to bring up his work on those mini comics that they kind of released to help tell the tale of classics, where eventually we did see a future proposed version of man at arms in Roboto's armor yeah. or in Roboto's body. Like he kind of uploaded his, the consciousness of him after he became an evil snake man yeah. and uploaded that into a robot. That was like the new man at arms at that time kind of thing, or like clamp champ helped or whatever the story is. I can't remember all of it. But maybe this is kind of like a little mid version of that even in some ways, because, again, it does look much more robotic. But we've seen, you know, if you've seen those two minutes or so of leaked footage, we see quite a lot during that that leads towards, well, they've got some pretty impressive suits of armor now that we can yeah. see. <laughs> yeah. 
absolutely. Um, but you know, you know what? At, at the end of the day, uh, we, we yeah, Toy Guru is not as hated as as in as much in the fandom as Rob David. He helped deliver us classics. The bios were horrible, but the toys were good. Uh, thank you, Ryan. Uh, that's Ryan Ventek. Um, again, at the end of the day, S- Scott's made some outlandish claims. You know, I mean, some some more <laughs> some more some more um, definitive than others. Which unfortunately, he's got to he's got to live up with. You know, he's got to live with, the, with those statements, right? Because right now, right now, a lot of people are just happy to tell him that Master Universe is back in 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 the stores, right? Um, but he, you know, he can easily just say, "Well, it's not Origins. It's you know, again, it's it's this whole back and forth and idea." But uh, if, if if here's my take on it: if if Scott would just go back to the to what he was doing before, go back to the lore, go back to talking about Master Universe as it was. Yeah. I think I think he'd get right back on track, but he's decided sure. you know, that his channel is what it is, and that's fine. You know, that's 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 what it is. We agree. Um, Don't have to watch that if he if he starts going back into the lore and everything else that he was doing before. I'll probably start watching his content again. He had access to a lot of information that a lot of other people hadn't, and released a lot of information that a lot. He helped tie up a lot of good mysteries that we weren't. We didn't have as much of the facts if it weren't for him. And I give him credit for everything that he has poured into it. Um, but yeah, just his current, the way he does things currently, I'm not a big fan of. Anyway, let's move on from Scott. Uh, yeah. <laughs> let's let's uh, go look more at Evelyn here. Yeah, right? Evelyn. What's, what's hap- what's, what, what do we think is happening with Evelyn? I mean, we, the last we saw... Where was she? Was she was she in the Plains of Eternia? Where, where, where was that? Like, Does anybody have any insight on that? Michael, <laughs> she was walking in the fields of gold. Um, yeah, I think I think this is the redeemed version of of Eva Lynn, um, and it's actually neat to see her in a different form because I think a lot of the, at least from the toy perspective, she's always been Eva Lynn, right? And so I, I I like this aspect of her, and I hope that she is doing good, you know, with those magical powers that she has. I, I love the look too. She kind of looks uh, like Elvish to me, like from like kind of Lord yes. of the Rings. Yes, I, I felt that too. I felt That's that too exactly that what movie. I was feeling. Yeah. Um, and I and the episode in the Filmation series where her and Teela were actually trapped in the desert and she couldn't use her magic, you know, that was the first, I remember watching that episode and she, when she took off her helmet, I'm like, I, like my, my, I literally went back, my head was like, whoa. And I was like, why is she why is she platinum blonde? You know what I mean? Like, like literally, and it wasn't even platinum blonde, it was just blonde, it was just like white hair. And I was like, okay, that I was not expecting that. So yeah, seeing her here in this more um, how can we say enlightened form is rather, rather refreshing. And I, I really did like out of all the characters in Mass Universe uh Revelations, she probably is the one that was handled by and by a lot of people are gonna say the same thing. They're saying that she was a hot mess. I don't disagree. She was a hot mess, but at the same time, her 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 journey was interesting, at least. You know what I mean? And can she be redeemed for killing off? I mean, like, God damn, she killed a lot of people. Holy crap! And she yeah. killed a lot of a, a lot of people in 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 Preternia too. Again, I was gonna say she destroyed their version of heaven, Preternia, like wiped <laughs> it out completely. So, there's a there's a lot to take in, uh, and maybe that's maybe this is her penance, right? Maybe this to defend. Uh, the attorney to uh, you know in this regard maybe that's what it is but i'm not going to deny that 
yeah, she was she was a hot mess, <laughs> like one hundred percent a hot mess. Adam, what are what are, what are your thoughts on on Evelyn? Uh, one of my favorite things from Revelation was her arc, like especially in the earlier parts where she was working with Orko and Tila, and she was, I was rooting for her. Um, obviously, you know, towards the end she relapsed, you know, way worse than she started. But um, yeah, I'm I'm rooting for her to to be redeemed. Uh, I'm, I'm interested to see where it goes. Yeah, I really enjoyed uh, her particular. Uh, evolution with Orko, I thought that was so touching, and yeah. you know, two mad, two magic users really uh, um, coming to the understanding of each other, and and you know, Orko realizing that it, you know, it's it's not Eternia, it's it's actually him. You know, there were a lot of a lot of great scenes, and I still hold to this day that the true hero of Eternia is is Orko the Great. Um, you know, the Oracle himself. I, I I really believe that if it wasn't for him and his sacrifice, you know, they wouldn't they wouldn't be where they are today. Um, <laughs> well, Grand, Grand, I I know what you're saying. I'm not gonna say. I mean, yeah, um, and you know th th that that can be taken many many different ways, but you know what what is life if you if you can't at least try, right? So I know I, I know what you're saying. <laughs> she killed a lot of people, man. She killed a lot of people. Like it's 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 pretty pretty crazy how that happened. But I guess we'll find out exactly uh, where this leads in the next uh, the next installment. And finally, <laughs> what is this thing? Well, seriously, what <laughs> uh, we still have a few more things to talk about, but seriously, what is this? Who is this? What are we looking at here, guys? Battle armor, Grandmere. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. It's got to be Grandmere. It's got it's the helmet. We got on. some armor on this guy. I mean, some people may not exactly like it. I know I saw a comment earlier about like, why does this? You know, why has he got to have all this armor on and stuff like that? Like, it doesn't matter why. I mean, it looks cool, right? Like, like regardless of anything else, it looks badass. Well, and he has a he, helmet in, right? in, in, in the 80s in, cartoon. And yeah, that's right. Yeah. In the that's comics, he had a helmet. And and you got to remember, guys, um, here, here's here's something. If 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 you're a D D player, if you're a if you're into role playing and if you're into sort of any sort of like Dungeons and Dragons. This is mystical armor. He doesn't wear it for no reason. Like, why? Yes, why would a freaking dragon need armor? It probably ups his status levels. I mean, his probably his magic his magic is probably enhanced by it. We see two two orbs on both of the gauntlets. Trust me, there's a lot of a, a lot of mystical uh, elements being added to this uh, to to this dragon here. Okay, and again, why was he even wearing a, a helmet to begin with in the freaking filmation series? It wasn't a fashion statement, I'll tell you that. But honestly, it was so looked, dinky looking too compared to the rest of them. He, he looks like, and let's not forget, even though it's a techno cult, it's mixed with magic, right? Like, uh, like we we know that uh, the evil horde uh, uses technology much the same way that that, that people that the uh, magical creatures like Grandamir would use magic and you need to defend against that. So in my in my opinion, if this is Grandamir, it's Grandamir for freak sign. This is Grandamir. Anyway, yeah. if it's Grandamir, he's definitely got a ampamus. This is a this is a war for 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 the center of the universe. So yeah, I I, I truly believe that this is Grandamir. I, uh, I love yeah. the I love the takes that the animators are giving to these characters. I mean the they look they look one, they look amazing, but two, it's like also bringing in some of the characters from the eighties and kind of making them, I don't want to say relevant, but kind of adding to that lore and kind of how they fit 
into the story so like no matter how they evolve this dragon or what he looks like i can't wait to see him in the series uh adam what's your take uh, because i want to and then i'm going to answer ryan's question or, or uh, comment here because i do have something to say about that um i'll just add so you mentioned like D D. so the name granimir was taken so larry detilio created the character and the, and the name was from some kind of role-playing game or so, something that he had written before he was into dungeons and dragons so there is that aspect to the character um yeah i mean very classic fantasy uh i just look forward to seeing what they do with him. Mm -hmm. so i i will address this because uh ryan 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 does bring up a, a, a pretty interesting point he looks like a generic anime dragon with sorcerer shin pads i do have to say one of my favorite things about Grandemir is was his classic look from Filmation. I love the pot belly. I love the small little like you know uh, dad dad bod arms. You know what I mean. <laughs> I love the dad bod legs. I loved everything about the way. I just loved everything about him. The fact that he was so arrogant. The fact that you know, and it wasn't really arrogance. It was just the disdain right. he had for for you know beings like human like human beings. He actually loved everybody else except for Skytree. I don't know him and Skytree. They gotta fix that, man. Like something, something's got. <laughs> one of those two guys has to has to has to put forward the 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 the, the flag of truce. But you know, I, I do. Agree, I sort of agree with Ryan. At the same time, I think I think a lot of people would like to see a battle dragon. You know, going into battle. I think that uh, it it's it's what it's what it is. You know what I mean? But I I can't help but uh, uh, you know agree somewhat with Ryan. I would I would have loved to see the the original Gradimir make his appearance and just like you know, but again it, it's just not as majestic to see something uh, you know like that. He literally he would just or you know what he did have he did have a great battle with um, but that's the thing. Too. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Dark, you know, um, dark smoke. What, 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 what was his name again? Um, it was it was the bluish gray dragon. What was his name? It was uh, Shadow uh, Fang or uh, Josh, yeah, maybe Shadow Fang. I just watched that the other day. Yeah, I know. I, 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 that dragon. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, it, it, what I love I love that episode because you see Grandmere flying. He's got these tiny little wings. And they're just doing. The, <laughs> they're literally doing the. It's it's like it's 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 literally like just um just literally these little tiny wings that are just flapping in the and you're like God how is those, those tiny little wings holding up that gigantic dragon, right? And uh you know I just love that. So Ryan, I totally I totally I'm on board with you, buddy. I'm 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 on board with you. And literally I wrote that as you as you were saying it. So um shadow wing that's the name shadow wing that's right shadow wing exactly exactly that uh, dad bod grenomir is uh, uh yeah exactly see ryan and i are on the same page here <laughs> oh my gosh and just to round this off let's let's talk about the elephant in the room here what the hell is that jeez please i mean what are we looking at here guys like like aside from okay let's just do this quickly uh quickly really quickly uh the new design for hordak guys what do you what, what are your thoughts really quickly i i think it looks great uh can't wait right. to see him in figure form in masterverse wave 13 he looks awesome uh adam uh yeah reminds me a lot of the dc comics that he's appeared in in the last you know 10 years looks mm -hmm. a bit like the uh mondo hordak too great uh, design. Yeah, I can, yeah i can see it i can see it yeah 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 oz i'm looking at it I mean, I dig wow. it, right? Like, you know, he's he's got all those classic elements that we like with a new spin on it. 
you know, he always reminded me of like this vampire and like, you can definitely see those elephants. Yeah. Or elephants uh, <laughs> elements here. Uh, you know, it, it's, he's just always been a cool character that I think they've never fully utilized. I got to say with that little, just that little hint at the very end of revelation, I got pumped before we saw anything else, you know, from this year, just that little bit that we saw at the end had me pumped and just everything that we've seen since. And then you're going to throw Keith David behind the voice of it. Yeah, I yeah. can't wait. Like this is one of the more exciting parts of revolution to me. Yeah. Keith yeah. David and, and I do have to say that I'm so happy. It's not William Shatner. Uh, <laughs> yes. Oh, thank God! So I would happy. not want him as Hordak. <laughs> not William Shatner, and uh, we'll we'll circle back to that in a second. But uh, we already talked about Skeletor. They Birch's take on Skeletor, though. I think I would have really loved it if this version of of Techno Skeletor showed up in yeah. the series because the, the the version we got in the in the animation looks a little le- like this is frightening. I don't know. Really, right? what, what what are your thoughts on this version that Nate Birch put together for us? Yeah, definitely, I, definitely improvement. Sorry, yeah, I would, I would just echo what you said. It's definitely improvement over the animation and especially over the toy. Ditto. <laughs> he's gonna roll up the He Man. He's gonna be like, "I need your battle armor. Battle armor. Battle <laughs> Immediately. Get the papa. <laughs> and then we come back to uh, to motherboard. I remember when I first saw her at the very fast, the very last episode of uh, Re- Revelations. I was like, "Yes, we're gonna get a second series." Like, you know, I was so excited at that point. But at the same time, you know, this 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 uh, this dark goddess, right, type of character. I, I was I was just I was gobsmacked. Really, I, I really didn't have any. And then then when we found out it was Meg Foster, I was like, "God, this is gonna be great!" Right. So, any any thoughts on, before we move on to the elephant in the room, guys? I, I just wanted to say, like, I love that they're still keeping the bird like theme with these goddess like characters. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, just looking at the helmet right. on her head, it's like yep. Zoar, Screech, and mm-hmm. there's kind of a newish uh, bird, if you will, uh, in Motherboard. Yep. So I kind of got like when they when we first saw Screech and the whole techno cult thing, I was like, okay so screech kind of like a robot you know giant bird i get that it's a little weird i don't understand why screech's motherboard or whatever so like when there was this transformation that happened into this i was like oh shit this is gonna be really cool right and i like what michael's saying too right so we're seeing this transformation with uh tila right going to this full green goddess and embracing this snake so we could still use all the same imagery of a falcon versus the snake because now the falcons the the technology and the snake is the mysticism portion of it so like it's kind of cool how although things have switched around now maybe the snake's not so much the bad guy anymore now it's the good guy which plus for me because i love my reptiles love my snakes um but now the the falcon imagery is on the bad guy side so that's kind of a, a pretty cool dynamic to keep just turn it on its head yeah i i feel much the same way um adam do you, do you have any do you have any thoughts on on the... um i was just gonna say oh i love that they did screech but i 
Oz, Oz had some great thoughts. I like, yeah, that reversal between bird and the snake. Um, but yeah, that's that's a great, great uh, kind of turning everything on its head. Love it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, I, I I was I was just enamored by her uh, from the very beginning, and and the fact that she transformed from Screech to to Motherboard, I was just again gobsmacked. Um, Nuno Biz, uh, Nuno Biz says something interesting. I didn't even notice this. There is something wrong. There is something different about the sword. Uh, it's a very small difference, but you can see it. There's a segmentation right at the top. I don't know if that was intentional or not, but there's there is something going on there. I'm not sure if that like that's definitely not in the original sword of power, but there is something else happening there. I'm wondering if it's a leftover from. Uh, from the unit the union of the two swords after they got split into Paternia, but either that or we're just reading too much into it. But what do you guys what do you guys think? Is that significant or is it just a little detail that we never noticed before? Well, I mean let's kind of put it out there like it is, right? You you can pull a lot of things from the different lore that we've seen before, okay? Uh one of which in the 2000 X Mike Young productions, right? Uh, the whole reason He-Man had such a different looking sword is their original idea is that Skeletor finally won. He had the two halves of the power sword. That's why his sword split in two. And He-Man was supposed to get like a new technological magical sword, which would explain all those new abilities and everything else. It was a whole originally a whole different thing. If you've ever had the DVDs, you can go back and read the or, or hear and listen to the commentary where they explain all of that. Well, one big thing that we haven't seen from this that we know is coming up because of a little toy two pack. Gwildor shows up in Revolution or in Revolution, right? What's Gwildor known for? Eventing, engineering, right? Like. He is the science version of Orko, even though he was only around really in the movie in like one mini comic that kind of tied the movie into that. So we've all noticed already there are quite a lot of scenes without He-Man and his sword. Throwing the speculation out there, what happens? Something happens to the sword, right? We over, we've already heard that they're looking for this new power to help battle against the Hordak and the Horde. So what's to say Gwildor doesn't have that cosmic key to access this new power and unlock new things with the power sword. Hmm. Maybe that's a little bit of what we see here with that slight difference. Perhaps it is. Uh, Michael, Adam. Is it just a thing? Because it can just be a yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it could just, be, could just be a design choice by Nate. Could be something, <laughs> yeah, like uh, re 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 the repair on the power sword. I to me, to me, there's not there's just not enough to to really right. say one way or another yet. You're gonna go with that, Michael? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, I'm I'm just enamored with how Oz broke it down, so I'm just letting that simmer a bit. So yeah. All right, then let's move into the elephant. What the heck is going on with Grayskull? Holy <laughs> crap! This is scaring the hell out of me, and it leads us back to the idea: has has the council has the council of attorney a Right, the, uh, the 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 real power of attorney, you know, is it is it under the horde's control now? Like, what what are we looking at here? This is crazy. Yeah, I mean, there's there's elements of the horde, but you also have elements of motherboard kind of yeah. coming up from the ground too. Yeah, so it's a mixture of both yeah. things. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, it's a scary it's a scary proposition and I wonder if this is the 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 real power that they're 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 trying to and why the dragons have been, you know, uh, tasked to to aid uh, in their struggle because you know, they've lost they've lost much of their much of their uh the what they need to to fight, right? So I don't know, Adam, did you have any insights on this? Like is there any is there any is there any like precedence on this um, you know, from from the original books? Not, not that I'm aware of. I'm not aware of any precedents, you know, from the vintage material for this. I mean, it, it seems very clear that you've got this horde and motherboard takeover of the, not the castle, the power behind the castle. I'm, I'm, I'm just kind of in awe of the artwork here. I love the the creepiness. It's just uh, you don't normally. I don't like. Uh, illustrations that mess too much with the classic sort of castle grayscale design but this is it's got it, the shape the you know the, the classic shape is there but it's just been turned on its head with this horde thing it's so creepy i, I love it yeah uh oz thoughts well you know again earlier when i was looking at this i didn't notice it as much um, and then later after work, when I was really getting to take a look at everything, I was like, holy crap, the Horde got Grayskull. Now, one of the great things that I've liked with Revelation was that sometimes the good guys don't always win, right? Like, Adam dies in, in Revelation, and so the good guys didn't win, right? Spoiler! Spoiler! <laughs> Everybody's had time to see it. What are you doing watching this if you haven't watched the first thing? Um, and then, you know, like with that later on in that, in the same series, right? Finally, we bring Adam back and He-Man's back, but then what happens, right? Skeletor gets the power sword. Skeletor takes over Grayskull. Now Skeletor's in charge. So we've seen kind of what can happen when Grayskull falls to the dark side falls into the hands of evil. Well, this is beyond it just falling into the hands of evil. Like there is a full evil transformation going on here. The, the techno virus, uh, the techno cult and the, and their little infectious virus that they're doing here has fully infected. It's smoothed out those rocky exterior, t uh, towers. Now they're like, looking like computer servers like you're ready to hack uh xbox live or something they've got spikes popping out of you know, like the sides and everything you've got the giant bat wings coming out the back there's supposed to be a turret up there instead there's a giant bat and i mean this is not something i expected to see whatsoever and joji he's got a castle horde skull right here I mean, this is nuts. I did not expect this at all with everything we were leading up to. Yeah. Nolan's right. I want this as well. But uh, first, I want my Castle Grayskull. That's the first because <laughs> I missed right. out. Can on we get a normal one, one first? <laughs> I want to, I, I want to, I want, I, I want to, because I need a, a, at least a substitute for a classic Castle Grayskull because I've, I've been searching so hard and I just can't afford the damn thing. That's just, the, that's just the truth. Oh, I already got God. the molds, Mattel. Just reissue it and slap Masterverse yeah. on the box. We'll take but it. I would definitely yeah. love this castle. <laughs> I would definitely be like, if this is a crowdfund project, I would definitely be crowdfunding this 100%. Right? Right. Is... Why, why are we getting Origins play sets as crowdfunds? 
Masterverse Castle Grayskull needs to be the crowdfund. That's what we're talking about. I'm going to touch on this really quickly because Grand 460, uh, he's been trying to make a point, I guess. But um, I understand where you're coming from, Grand. Uh, I I know what you're saying. She did heinous things, right? She killed thousands, millions of people. And of course, she destroyed um, Paternia, right? But, you know, short of short of a summary execution or or you know uh what whatever it is the decision was made in the series right the the sorceress decided to show her a different path and now she's gone off to the to the wilderness to to redeem herself or and maybe come back and help uh, with the final fight and it's a, it, at the end of the day it's a cartoon it's a story right and i know it's you know you have a very different outlook on that and you know what our heart my heart goes out to you it really does and you know, I hope that whatever happened in, in in that case is you know that's something that none of us can ever really truly understand. Um, and I appreciate you know that uh, that you did say here that uh, you're not you're not trying to make a problem. Like, I'm, I you know I get it. It obviously hit a nerve with you. And again, we're just discussing a cartoon right now. And in a lot of ways, we are taking the you know, uh, activities of what happened in that episode lightly. But, you know, again, cartoons, anime, they deal with some dark stuff sometimes, you know, really, really dark stuff. And if we were to look at this in the darkest of ways, sometimes it's hard to come back from that. And I know, again, uh, fully understand you, you've you been through a lot and our heart goes out to you. And again, it's uh, all I can say, and I hate to say it this way because it's not dismissive, but sometimes, you know, it's not for everybody. But again, my heart goes out to you, brother. Hopefully, hopefully the healing, hopefully the healing is there and, and everything. Whatever happens to that person, you know, it happens, right? And I hope that everything resolves itself the way it should. Um, you know, my best to you. Um, but moving on from there, I'm just really excited uh for this for this upcoming series. January 25th, guys, this is gonna be huge on Netflix. Uh, <laughs> I did see uh, an earlier comment. Unfortunately, Addy Boy does not have Netflix. Uh, but Addy Boy, uh, trust me, there are oh, ways no. to see this. Oh, <laughs> there will be ways. Um, I, I I know Addy Boy. He uh, he has a booth at the Alameda Point Antique Fair. I just actually saw him uh, a couple days ago. So. Yeah, he's a great creator too, guys. You should definitely check out Addy Boy's channel. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, you know, he's, he's been a great supporter of the channel and. Again, uh, it's too bad, but you know what? As I said, there are ways, Addy Boy. You can, you, you can, you can buy, beg, borrow, steal. There's, there's, there's ways to to see this. Uh, somebody's gonna post it somewhere. Yeah, I, I have no doubts. Um, uh, Addy Boy, Michael, hit me up in my DMs. Hit me up, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Michael. How are you doing for time? Do you do you are are you okay or? Um, I'm okay. Uh, you know, I, I'm probably gonna pop off in soon but um, sure, i don't know sure. how long i just, want, I, just <laughs> I just wanted to be sensitive to the time um but i did want to say huge thanks to michael from toy habits oz uh for for being here tonight adam thank you so much for for being here all on short notice because you know that's the way mega j retro rolls i just <laughs> i throw out the, i throw out the invite and, i throw out the invite and it's like yeah okay sure uh and then if nobody shows up i just do it myself but that's okay and you know i really appreciate it uh, all the support guys thank you so much again um uh, but I will take the opportunity uh, to say, Michael, uh, what are you working on and uh, how can people find you, my friend? 
Uh, well, I guess you can find us doing our weekly live stream uh, with my partner in crime, the Toy Sorceress, uh, on YouTube at toyhabits underscore com and on Instagram uh, at Toy Habits website and on toyhabits.com, where we spend most of our time just trying to dig up anything we can to help the toy community. So that's where you can find myself and the Toy Sorceress. And unfortunately, Toy Sorceress could not be here tonight, but uh, she's busy setting up her castle. It's amazing. We will see her, and <laughs> hopefully, in the future episodes. Of course, we will. Um, Oz, how can people reach you, and what are you working on, my friend? Well, it's easiest to reach me on Instagram at Ostradamus Toys. Uh, so you can definitely find me there, as well as you can catch me every Saturday night live on Ostradamus Toys YouTube channel. We do mega long marathon streams with tons of people and you never know who's going to pop up uh, as well as you can catch myself and one other person on this panel tomorrow night over on Skelevator's channel where we'll be doing our show Toy Frenzy and we'll be delving into this same topic again tomorrow. So if you want to revisit some of these thoughts from tonight or even hear some new ones as we'll be joined by other co-hosts as well, come check us out tomorrow night. 9.30 p.m. Eastern, 6.30 p.m. Pacific time. Excellent. And Adam, uh, how can people reach you? And uh, where are you working on, my friend? Yeah, so uh, my site is battleramblog.com. Um, probably easiest to reach me on Instagram as well, username battleramblog. So most recently I did an article on uh, some of Mark Taylor's sort of design language. I've also got... Uh, for, for Patreon supporters, I've got uh, an article on Gigantosaur up, uh, and that'll go out to everybody uh, next week. So that's that's what I'm working on. And then tomorrow I'll be on with Oz, like he said, talking about the same subject, hopefully with a different spin. See, now I feel bad. It's like I snatched both of you guys and, and, and uh, <laughs> you know, had a, an, an early visit in this. But guys, this discussion is riveting. But don't forget, and this is very important, tomorrow... The brand new trailer for Re Master Universe Revo Revolution is dropping. So these guys are going to be talking about that, and they are going to have huge insights. They're probably going to get some of those juicy tidbits. We're going to see more little teases and reveals. Maybe even William Shatner will be revealed as what voice he's actually going to be voicing. Before we log off, everybody, what does everybody who 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 is William Shatner going to be voicing? Let's let's go ahead and uh, guys uh, in the in the in the chat. Why don't you guys go ahead and tell us who do you think uh, William Shatner is going to be voicing in the series while we discuss this really quickly? Um, I, I I have my I have my personal favorites. I would be so sad because I just it it's, it really would break my heart if he took the voice of of Gwildor. I would literally be crawling into a corner and crying. Uh, <laughs> he, he cannot. He cannot. He cannot take Gwildor. He cannot take Gwildor from me. No, he cannot take Gwildor because he won't do a good Gwildor. He just won't. His his stature, his his overall presence does not equate for that. That's me. I don't know if anybody else. But uh, Oz, who do you think? Who do you think was Shat the Shatner? Who do you think the Shatner is going to take? Going to going to take over in the Moto universe? I think he's going to come on as himself, but under his stage moniker when he was doing his rap tour, and he's going to come out as Billy Shat. <laughs> Adam, any thoughts? What are you thinking? <laughs> uh, 
yeah, I'm going to do what he should be. He should be Manny Faces because Manny Faces is an actor. Mm-hmm. He could do like a very cheesy, you know, actor kind of performance to it. Um, I think that'd be great. All right, so we have um, so Oz Oz has declined to answer. Uh, Adam says it's Manny Faces, which I love. I love that idea. Of course, Manny Faces being my favorite Master Universe character, uh, I could definitely see that. Though I see exactly where you're coming from. You know, the hammy hammy actor that is mm-hmm. Manny Faces. I would I love that idea. Now that you know, I didn't think about that. I didn't think about that. Uh, but Michael, what are your thoughts for? The Shatner. Who who is the Shatner going to be playing? Well, I I wasn't going to say, but I did see some comments fly by just based on the hush-hush figure that Mattel is keeping under wraps as the hidden figure uh, for for this uh, next wave. Um, I think it's probably going to be King Keldor or Keldor of some sort. Mm, Exactly. And for me, I'm with Kenzo. I want him to be a hammy, totally over-the-top Granimir. I want I want him to just when when Tila comes in to beg for help, I just want him to be as Shakespearean as possible. You know, basically just all the pauses, all the drawl, everything that you can imagine that comes out of Shatner. You know what I mean? Just uh, just the the uh, the the speeches. You know, the the whole idea that he is greater than every human being out there, which of course is so much Shatner. I think that that would be excellent. But time will tell, and we'll find out. A lot of people commenting. Uh, Vex and Toy says Keldor for sure. So, Michael, you got another one there. Ryan Lace, I think Shatner will be Gwildar. No, no, goddammit, no. No. Uh, <laughs> no. Kenzo's creation, Granimir, yes. Uh, Joe that, was, that was my second pick was Granimir for yeah. Shatner. Right. Yeah. Joe Gonzalez, new character, Kirk Orr. Kirk Orr. <laughs> Kirk Orr. <laughs> Kirk Orr. Standor, right? Stan Lee yeah. is good, you know. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Nuno, uh, Biz, Manny faces the actor. Yes, Manny faces the actor. Correct. Uh, Jason Fitz, uh, King Keldor. Wow, there's a lot of King Keldors in here. Uh, mm-hmm. Chef M80, toss up between Keldor, Gwildor, or Granimir. Damn it, Chef. Uh, no, basically, no choice at all. Uh, Vex and Toys, I will tell you as a matter of fact, it's Keldor. You know what, Vex? We will find out, my friend. We will find out come possibly tomorrow or possibly during the next, uh, the next round. Um, Okay, so James, Orca, we must re- reforge the sword and save the universe. William you, Shatner as Wildar. God damn it. We got to do the pauses. Got to do the pa- Orca, we must Dude. reforge the sword exactly. and save the universe. All right, let's, let's try this. Orco, we must reforge the sword and save the universe. Oh, God, no. Go. No, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. There it is. No. There it is. No. no. <laughs> Oz is gonna be He Man. Didn't Oz is gonna be Manny? Didn't didn't he tell you? Oz, you're gonna be Manny. Forgot. You know, I was trying to keep it under wraps, but cat's out of the bag. Also, in the new live action movie, I'm gonna be Fisto. Oh, you're gonna yeah. give the big fist. You're gonna give. I'm gonna big fist, fist him. Wait. Oh my gosh. Vex and Vex and Toys. Keller was a secret. Shatner was a secret. I agree with the Manny faces, but it's not it. Well, Vex. We shall find out. You never know. Addy boy, I feel Captain Kirk has to be someone wise and silly. Granimir. Granimir. <laughs> but then that also that also describes Gwildor. God damn it. Um, war chest full of toys. I hope whatever he does, it's open mic poetry style. Like, yes, yes, that's what I'm talking about. It's gotta be. Hopefully he'll sing a song too. 
Uh, Shatner might be Stinkor. Nope, that, that oh. role has already been taken. <laughs> yep, Stinkor was already done with Jason Muse, and I gotta say, he's got one of the best Motu lines ever. Get off my <laughs> hands away from my merch, you no, can't even do the line anymore. You can say it. Hands <laughs> off, off the merch, you dirty merc. <laughs> Michael, your shirt freaking rocks. Yeah. yeah. PowerCon 2021. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I think we're uh, Kenzo again. Uh, he will come as, fe- as fearless full talk. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that would be great. <laughs> yeah. Right? That would be awesome. Vex and Toys. Kevin Smith is thinking geek. Luke and Kirk together as one. Oh, you know what? I could definitely see that coming for sure. Eh, Eldor is in the house. What's going on? After Bristol to Hunter. Mechanic, maybe. Ooh, there's one I didn't consider. Mechanic. That'd be interesting. Thematically, I don't know. Thematically, I just I just can't see it. There's, there doesn't seem to be any... He's such a... Not that he's a minor character. One of my favorite characters, too. But I just can't see it. I can't see any reason why to give him the Mechanic role. It just doesn't seem... He's, he's not he's not full of himself enough. He's not full of himself. Oh, he's gonna be the mighty specter. Yes, he will be the mighty specter. Absolutely. There we go. We've solved it. Ryan Ventek has solved the puzzle. Wilder Shatner will be the mighty specter. Absolutely. It matches so well. Nunya Biz, still one of the most secret veterans to be announced, too. Yes, yes, for sure. Uh Chef MAD. Shatner will be a super secret character. The role is born to play calcul uh, uh uh, cal- Calculon. 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 <laughs> Futurama. Yes. I was like, hey, is that I couldn't figure it out. I was like, what the hell is he writing there? That's crazy. Uh, John John Guzman. Randor will die and Skeletor will become good and become King Keldor. If, if that's a prediction, we shall find out. You want to put? Do anybody want to put money on that? Anyone want to put money? On that? Don't well, do it here. Prince Adam have to die too for Keldor to succeed the throne. Uh, not if he kills. <laughs> this is true. This is absolutely true. Lisa Roberts. Um, Kevin Smith is still writing the season. Uh, I don't think he he wrote a few episodes, but I think he directed more than he wrote. He was directing. That, he wasn't yeah. actually writing. He had other writers too. Writers. His writers did a lot of the stuff. Uh, it's John Emerald Night Photo. Good to see you, John. What's going on, brother? Love that you know, artwork in Adam's room. Who doesn't love the artwork in Adam's room? Look at all that. <laughs> Can we give John a big shout out to him and several of his uh, toy photography fans from Instagram? If you guys aren't already following Geeked Out Click on Instagram, they have just started a YouTube channel under the same name, underscores between each. uh, And they're definitely going to be starting to go live pretty soon and do a weekly show. So definitely check those guys out. Mm-hmm. absolutely 100 guys definitely check out emerald light photo on instagram as well and of course their united blog they're the united uh it is an instagram account right right geeked all right out their united click. instagram account what is it again uh us? geeked out click geek out geeked out click perfect uh silver tia matt we're gonna this is gonna be the last comments before we wind down everybody uh Randall will get killed and the throne will be usurped you know what the first poster really does indicate there's something going to happen with the throne. So yeah, uh, we shall see how, how that goes. Kenzo's creations. Yeah. Thinking about the fact that we couldn't get King Keldor, uh, sorry, get the Keldor early shat. <laughs> you made me say shat. On, 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 <laughs> Everyone was thinking it's it. It's Billy shat. Shatner. Shatner. You gotta, you gotta put Billy shat. At least give me a hurt. You know, don't, 
God damn it. Uh, it has to be Keldor. Okay, fine. Damn you, Kenzo. Uh, giraffe, the Avengers will combine with the Hobbits and save the Masters from the giant walrus. Giraffe, you, you've got a great story. Keep going. Keep going. Make, make that a thing, my friend. James Serapio, thanks for the great discussion. Jay, Oz, Mike, and Adam, cheers. Cheers to you, my friend. Always good to see James in the chat. Kenzo's laughing his butt off. God damn it, Kenzo. Uh, Nolan, great show, guys. Take care. Good journey and geek crowd. You too, my friend. Bex and Toy. Skeletor has a crown. Then we get King Keldor. This is going to be interesting. I am not saying that again, you bastard. Um, <laughs> one by ten. I hope we see a copycat. I hope we see a duplicate. If that's what you're trying to say, yes. I Coming to Mondo. Okay, I hope we well, see a duplicate. Well. Oh, yeah. That's going to be crazy. And last night, I don't know if you, if anybody caught our stream last night, some crazy news uh, was was either confirmed or they're spreading vicious, vicious lies over at Mondo. But apparently, something that starts with a T and C in the name is going to be coming to um, Mondo Creations. Very excited about that. It's a couple of Thundercats, guys. Um, so very, very excited about that. Huge, huge uh, uh, cat out of the bag moment there. Like I was shocked when that one came out of nowhere. So we're going to get more poor throughout the rest of the year so just <laughs> hold on get ready everybody get, get more get, get ready get ready uh charles shadid uh all hail the lord of destruction he shall return yes he shall return uh cora burlett bye bye for now great show thank you so much my friend uh t'challa no it's not gonna be t'challa war chest full of toys uh yep we tell them all jay absolutely uh tc one six one six kill snarf in less words than not, yes, it's going to be about the same stories as Orko. Guys, I want to thank each and every one of you for being here tonight. It's been an absolutely magical evening. Holy crap. January 25th can't come in too soon. What, what are we at, guys? Uh, ten, like 15 days? 15 we, days, and we're counting it down. Days. We're counting this down. I want to thank all my special guests for being here tonight. Michael from Toy Habits. Guys, definitely give toyhabits.com a like and a follow. Check out their YouTube page. Always a great run whenever these guys are involved. And Michael didn't even type tonight. It's awesome. Uh, so great stuff. We got had the, my horses, the whole time. Toy Sources handling all that stuff. So yes. you know she she Michael had the day off. She's doing the she's doing the hard work. <laughs> Oz Tremendous Toys, guys, definitely check out Oz tomorrow for the live stream because he's being joined by Adam of Battle Ram Blog, and they are going to dissect every little morsel they can from this trailer. That's going to drop tomorrow, oh, guys. We are, we are in for a huge treat. Uh, I wanted to share this moment because I'm not going to be able to do a live stream tomorrow. So thank you guys for coming on board. It's just been an absolute pleasure. Happy New Year to everybody. I know we're already 10 days in, but it feels like yesterday. Yeah, toy news just doesn't stop everybody. Uh, Michael, Oz, Adam, uh, any last words for the chat before we log off? Michael. Uh, no, I'm just happy to be uh, doing this again with uh, Adam, Oz, and yourself. It's it's been too long. So, yeah, indeed, Oz. It is always an honor to be here on the channel, Jay. I appreciate the invite and thank you all for showing up in the chat and joining in on the conversation. Michael, Adam, always great to have your insights as well here, and it's definitely got my head spinning about all kinds of different things. So. Jay, thank you for doing this live stream tonight. It's definitely great to get out and, and start getting the conversation flowing so we can keep it rolling. Absolutely, my friend. And Adam, any last words before we log off? 
It's it's an honor to be asked to uh, to join. So thanks for the invite. Great. What are you talking about? It's an honor to have you. <laughs> it's an honor to have you here, my friend. Honestly, uh, the the guys definitely check out Battle Ram Blog. Uh, it's a wonderful it's a wonderful website. Lot the huge huge resource of information. Michael, myself, Oz, we we gleam off of it every day. So thank awesome. you so much for for all the information, Adam. Uh, and if I if if I can say. After Heman.org, uh, you know, has gone the, the way of the dodo, there aren't that many places that we can rely on for reliable information on the Master Universe. So, guys, check out uh, Battle Ram blog, and of course, check out Adam on Instagram at Battle at Battle. Ah, blah, blah. Adam, say it yourself. <laughs> Battle Ram blog. <laughs> there you go. I'm twist tied totally from here, guys. Thank you so much for tonight. Let's get ready for 15 days. We're gonna see the first episode of. Master Universe Revolution is it a, is it a weekly thing or is it going to be the whole uh, Borg? Like, what's how, how are they going to handle this? Thing? I don't think all. they've said. I'm pretty sure it's just going to be the usual. Let's drop everything so you lose about like two and a half hours of your life. <laughs> I'm going to take it one day at a time, guys. Thank you again for being here tonight. Don't forget January 20th, five days before before the 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 the, the premiere, uh, we will be giving away a ton of toys for you guys and of course if you haven't already please subscribe to the channel so you guys will definitely be able to get in on that again huge thanks to all my patrons and channel member supporters you get one extra ballot thank you so much and of course uh you know what head over to toyhabits.com give him a like and a follow head over to battle ram blog on instagram give him a like and a follow head over to aftermath toys on youtube give them a like and a follow use the hashtag uh mega jiggy retro giveaway 2024 let's go and you will get an extra ballot by subscribing and liking to each one of these channels. It's just another way that I want everybody here to experience brand new uh, channels if you haven't already. But of course you have. You're all subscribed to all these guys. I know it. Thank you guys so much for being here tonight. It's been an absolute pleasure. I hope you're all doing well. Staying safe. And as always, everybody, thank you very much for watching. Good journey. Geek Good proud. journey. Good journey. Bye, y'all. Billy Shell.